You guys, I can't start the podcast because my dog keeps walking around with her toes. Okay, she laid down. Oh, it's very weird being here by myself doing this all alone without a partner. Feels very different, but that's okay. When you got the urge, you got to go full out. So let's dance. Welcome to the dance room with veteran dancers and choreographers Heather Morris and Ava Bernstein Mitchell. Join Heather and Ava Flave as they share their stories, interview world class dancers, and recap all your favorite TV dance shows right here on the dance room. Hello, everyone. I'm Heather Morris here for the dance room. And guess what? It's just me today. No, Ava. It's just me and you because as our industry goes, the talent, as in the dancers and the choreographers and talent and such, get hired on a job super last minute, most of the time the night before. And I would kind of like to think of it like a doctor and how they get called into work. So like basically we do the same thing. SAG is a 12-hour day with rules and overtime, but most of the time it ends up being an 18-hour day much like doctors, except we don't get paid nearly as much. So Ava is off working on a very last minute, very secretive project is the word she used to describe it. But I do know it's for a country artist. Get it, Ava. We're following your journey and we cannot wait to see what happens. Um, but we do have two very special guests, Val and Jenna Schmierkowski in studio today. The very beautiful and very humble and talented couple who actually met on Dancing with the Stars. And they just had not one, but two wedding celebrations with their families and loved ones. I mean, I was just saying last night that I am ready to get married again. Taylor and I looked at each other and we're like, should we get married again? I'm ready. Another celebration. Let's go. Let's do it. Anyways, they taught us how they themselves have learned to teach non-dancers how to dance over the years. That was like my biggest question for them is how do you teach an actor who's never danced before or like a sportscaster how to dance? Super interesting. And also how Jenna is learning how to cook and not to be stressed in the kitchen. Very relatable and much how I imagine I am as well to everyone around me. I think I'm super stressed in the kitchen. But now on to our So You Think You Can Dance recaps. So top five guys this week. So You Think You Can Dance top five guys were so much better than the girls. I'm sorry, ladies, but the guys blew me away. I was smiling like a little secretive smile to myself the whole time while they were going. They were so strong and they were masculine. I wouldn't be surprised if we had a male winner this year. But there were 10 of them who originally auditioned. We found out who the top five was. Stephanie's brother, Ezra, who I've never seen before other than this original audition. That's what I'm going to say. I have never seen any of these people auditioning, maybe like three or four of them, they, they featured on the show, but the rest of them, no idea who they were. So Ezra, you were amazing. Vlad, who I'd never seen during the auditions, you were amazing. Alexander, a Ukrainian tap dancer, again, I've never seen before. I disagreed with Mary and Nigel because they said you weren't amazing and you were amazing. Bailey, I am in love with you. You are perfect. I was pissed for clocks because he got choreography that was jazz. Sometimes jazz can be tricky. It has to be just right. It needs flair. It needs costumes. It needs storyline. And his performance was like a little flat, but he's a hip hop dancer and he made it look really good. So he did a great job. Nathan, who are you? You showed up. You killed it in Contemporary with Melanie. I like had such intense chills. Where were you this whole time? Never saw you. Like you were amazing. Gino, great job again. Like I feel like I had to be there, but you did an amazing job. And Eddie, my man Eddie, amazing, amazing hip hop. 
oh my gosh, you were already picked when I gave my last note. So like no pat on my back, but I just felt like you got it and lived like it was your last day. So our top five guys was Ezra, Gino, Benjamin, Eddie, and Bailey. They got picked for the top five and every single one of those guys deserved it. So I was not surprised by anybody that was in the top five. I'm sure Ava has a lot to give us. I know she's actually going to jump on Instagram later and tell us her recaps of the show and what she thought about it. I'm guessing they matched up with mine. I bet she she had a lot of interesting thoughts to give. But again, we'll wait for her to give us some tidbits on Instagram. I think that'll be super fun. Oh, I didn't give you guys my booked and blessed slash fight for your life moment this week. Well, let me get to my booked and blessed. Booked and blessed. So I got to go to a bachelorette party this weekend for my good friend, Samantha Brontes. It was everything I needed and more. I've been feeling like drained energy. I don't know if it's because I'm stressed. This podcast, sometimes like I dive into things super deep and I get excited about it and use all my energy up. And then like at the end, I just feel exhausted. Same with Glee. Same with like a lot of things I do. So I was just feeling like drained and the bachelorette party was in Ojai this weekend and it was like mimosas, it was swimming pools, it was froses, which I've never had before in my life. It was everything I needed not to be like super girl and super like feminine about it because I don't want to be too girly about this, but it was everything I needed. We had a blast as girls. I feel so blessed right now. I just feel like, oh. I don't know why my voice back like I'm a lady again. It's amazing. And next we are going to hear from Val and Jenna all about their love, all about their dancing and how they met on Dancing with the Stars. And Jenna gave Val's brother Max sass and just totally lit up Val's life when she gave Max the sass. So many names, so many words. So here they are. Val and Jenna. Can't wait. Hey roomies, it's Heather. Thank you so much for listening to The Dance Room. Make sure to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. Leave a five-star rating and a nice review, please, please, please. And most importantly, spread the word. Tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your dog, whoever. We appreciate you. Dance break. Five, six, seven, eight, seven. Hey, listen up. Let's go, let's go. Ah, one, two, cha cha cha. Oh, we're just, we gotta let the loose, the loose cannon go. Okay, so newlywed couple Jenna and Val Schmerkowski are here with us in studio today, both professionals on the hit ABC dance show Dancing with the Stars, and probably the most humble and hardworking couple I've ever had the pleasure of meeting. And I just Aww. met you, but thank you. <laughs> you are just the best and so relatable. Thank yes. you. Where did you guys meet? On the show. On Dancing with the Stars. Yep. First day. So the first day you were working there? So he was already on the show. And I joined season 18. I was the only new person. Mm. And new fish in the pond. Oh, yeah. Because you were also a contestant on So You Think. Yes. That's where we met. Yes. Yeah, okay. So I did season 10 of So You Think You Can Dance. I went on tour with them. And then literally the week I got back from tour, I got called by dancing. And the next day I flew out to LA and we had an opening number rehearsal with Mandy Moore. Fantastic. And the first person I met was Valentin Chmerkovsky. Was a lovely I mean, you've sign. met. Yes. You, you met other people in the room before you. Well, I only had. Uh, you only, only had, had eyes for, eyes for you. you. Yes. Yeah. It was so that's all that's important. But I love that. yeah, so. Bum, 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 bum. Literally met on the show. Who made the first move? 
Uh, or was there like a warm up? Did you guys like get each other's yeah. numbers? <clears throat> Babe, do no, you want to tell the story? I mean, she was fairly aggressive. Oh, yeah, yes. aggressive. I was say, I she knew like what you wanted. Knew what you want? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I did. So, but I didn't make the first move. You made. The you first just move. knew to make the first move, huh? I, it was a dance routine. We had a lot of moves happening. Okay. <laughs> oh. We were we did end up being partners in that routine, and then I we tell the story. But I almost hit him on Melrose with your car. With yeah, your car. I was getting my nails done, and I was driving home, and this guy just decided to run across the street. Oh, he did yep. that on purpose because Prob- he probably that was his move. Anyway, I was like. Whoa! Pulled over and he asked me to come play chess at his house. <gasps> Get out! This whole is story adorable. is so weird. No, it, weird. it is so weird, but I want to know. Yeah. It was very cute. That's adorable. Yeah. But did you go and, and play? Oh, yeah. Did was he, it just you two? Well, he I, was, I was roommating with Max. He lived well, with Max until they were you like said, 30. So, yeah, Max was there. out of context. Give us context. Well, no, <laughs> we were roommates, but I mean, it was a big place. We weren't like on top of each other. Right, right, right. Yeah. There oh, was okay. enough privacy. Because you were working on the show and yeah. you were able and, to afford a, something a little bit more spacious. Yeah, but also we weren't really trying to like settle in Los Angeles, right? We came yeah. out here for work. We didn't, okay. We, and, and we'll probably talk about that later, how, you know, my journey came on the answer with the star. But it was more like this crazy show and this amazing, incredible opportunity. And so we're just here to seize that opportunity and go back home to New York. Yeah. So okay. we, we, it was like, like kind of pay rent and then, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then, and then, and then move on. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, no, the context was uh, it was the first day of that season's rehearsal. Okay. Uh, it was really exciting. Everybody, it's like the first day of school back, back from camp, right. you know, summer camp. So everybody's excited. You see some new faces, some old faces. My whole vibe is like I just mind my my own business, so to speak. I come in and I want to work. I want to yes. learn the, the choreography. Yes. I want. I'm like like a really one of those students. You know? like, <laughs> oh yeah, a million questions. questions. I raise my hand. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm here. Clarity. For, yeah, basically, I'm, I'm like in that zone. And she got me out of that zone. I was like, damn, who's this? <laughs> oh, she got you out the zone. I love that. <laughs> no, but she she That's was great. partnered up with my brother first. He said some. He said something, Max. Very Max. Yeah, which is like you know, just walks the line of of rude, but kind of cook funny. I don't, I don't oh, know. Oh, got you. It was rude. It's it's like back and forth. He's very himself, though. So oh. if you don't get it, you just don't get it. No. But like, if you know Max, you're like, it's just Max. I don't it's fine. Know Max. Well, so I, sometimes I when people are missing, there's a stand-in or something. Anyway, so I was partnered with Max for the first like section, and he looked at me. He's like, "So who are you? Who are you standing in for?" And Ooh, I was uh-huh. like, "Which again is an honest question." Yeah, well, in his mind, he's like, "Who? I need to know who you are." Presumption. Jenna. And he's like, "Like, who are you standing in for?" And I said, "For myself." Oh my gosh. Yes, Jenna. And he's like, "Oh." Hey, I'm like, oh my oh gosh, gosh, this yeah, guy. You kicked, him, you kicked him to the ground. <laughs> yeah. So that was that was probably the first time I, I became attracted to her. Is that she <laughs> she wasn't, you know, she she didn't crumple under the intimidation, um, yeah. so to speak, you know, of of, of Max. Uh, of Max's energy but like she stood up for herself she said something funny back not, mm-hmm. you know and, and I was like oh okay cool like I I, I appreciate that yeah, yeah. Besi- you saw her besides the aesthetic yeah oh, oh that's that. so sweet so then what like how did you guys go on a bunch of dates afterwards was it only like seeing each other on the show or uh, well like it was, was very it just like it was very uh, secretive <laughs> oh no, yeah okay. well I mean again we spent a lot of time together but it was we were there for work. You know? Right. And, and I so, think any, in a workplace, you kind of have to keep it on yeah. the down low. And I had just joined. I was just on Troop. And so I was trying to make a good mm. good impression, a good right. name for myself, my first season. And he had 
Who was your partner that season? Oh, Danica McKellar. Mm -hmm. So he was in the thick of it, but then um, I think the next following seasons it kind of just got serious and it was a thing that we were we were always together yeah i i I think timing is 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 very important when it comes to that right so i mean obviously i was attracted but i'm i was in love focused on on my opportunity my career i you know i left 15 years of a competitive ballroom dance career where i was like you know at the pinnacle of that and i dropped all of that to come and pursue you know this opportunity so in Hollywood focused. Yeah. I was focused yeah. I'm not really trying to do anything outside of win the show and I hadn't I hadn't won yet so I'm not trying to look for a relationship I've, I've also made some mistakes out here as well on the, on the personal yeah. point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying so Gossip. yeah so I'm not yeah, like yeah. I'm not I'm not looking for that at all and and again that's really mean and foul but I'll you know we I are now married I'm in love honest. I think she's the greatest thing that ever happened to me I appreciate her I appreciate I think the that's universe where the best opportunities of love come is when you're least expecting it. Are you you're not searching for it and it just kind of shows up in your lap? Definitely. How I long think. did you guys date? Uh, <laughs> it was a five and a half year no affair. Yeah. Oh, that's great. My, yeah, my husband and I okay. took twelve years before we got married. Whoa. But I think yeah, I think <laughs> there's a different type of twelve yeah. years. <laughs> but I think when we were like actually really serious and let's do this, uh-huh. it was about two years, yeah. and then we got engaged. Amazing. And, yeah. Yeah. And, and then that, we got married. That's what it is. You know. I mean, also it's like it's an incredible blessing to be to have the stage that Dancing with the Stars provides but it also provides you know the stage doesn't end when the lights turn off right you know in today's kind of world you're on you're stage on. forever you know once Life you're on stage, stage yeah exactly so yeah. you know unfortunately a lot of that privacy was uh, you, you know, surrendered, so to speak, and and obviously, mm-hmm. again, th- that growth and our personal kind of relationship was in the forefront for people to kind of you know again to, yeah to, commentate to, on to comment on exactly. But we know what it was, mm-hmm. and, and and what it was really is just two people that understood they loved each other probably from from kind of like the beginning of it. Obviously, we can't yes. keep coming back to one another, yeah. but. Definitely, I don't think either one of us was ready to, you yeah, know, to, no. to seriously commit until we did like two and a half years ago. And, and, and yeah. yeah, well, can we say congratulations for getting married? Yes, I know. And we saw you had two separate weddings. <laughs> so, how did this go down? Who did the wedding planning? Did you both do it? Like, did you hire someone? <laughs> so, Val was seriously awesome. Okay. I was. There were a lot of things that I wanted and I wanted to accomplish and I wanted to be a part of our wedding. And he kind of just sat back and let me do whatever it was that I wanted. Nice. But That's the best thing he can do. If I was, <laughs> But if I was like, I need you to take charge of this, he would do it. So he was super awesome That's about right. our music. That was really important to him. And then finding the venue was really important for mm-hmm. him. Um, so it was great. And also we... We had a, fr- a friend of yeah, mine that so is now a friend of ours. Nicole Volanet, she was our wedding planner, and she okay. was just awesome and made all of our little dreams come true. She and was great. It yeah. was great. It was a perfect mix of Amazing. someone that knows what? how to execute, like, you know, on, but on a high level. also knows us also, as people yeah. and knows nice. our style and what we wanted, and it was Saved great. a lot of time. What was your most memorable part of the wedding? Ooh. Um, I feel like that's the hardest question to I get know. once you get married. Well... Ooh. Getting married, like yeah, the actual that, ceremony yeah. was everything else was just like it was fun, but no, the actual ceremony was just 
I will never forget those mm-hmm. moments and those words. And did you guys write your own vows? Yes. Oh, yeah. so that was really special. Um, I think just the whole kind of weekend in general. Like my birthday was the day before, and everyone had flown in from New York and from Utah, where I'm from, and just all these people were showing up mm-hmm. in one place, and it was the first yeah. time that all of our extended families were meeting. Wow. And it was just so it's surreal. And- it was crazy. Right. We we don't like. This is only a product of America in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> like, if we're talking about funny. history, like uh, Jenna Johnson and Val Schmikowski do not get married any, any at any point in history. Right. Fifth, oh, you okay. know, as yeah. of like 20 years ago, maybe at max. You know, there's no way that you know because because you're you're mormon correct is my family yeah saying? yeah and then you are Jewish. from ukraine <laughs> I'm, I'm but it's 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 <laughs> less about like religious affiliation cultural affiliation ethnical affiliation okay. geographical affi- i mean it's everything it's not just one thing Got you. you know well, so we came from opposite sides of the world why i'm saying that is that is like there's you know the family that that resides in utah and around this area and and all my friends and family which lives in the tri-state new york area uh-huh. You know, they would have never met, and now they're all meeting. And then I had oh, some yeah, family from Russia cool. fly in. Yep. That's so it beautiful. Was, yeah, <laughs> it was the and, best. And for our listeners who don't know, they are three months fresh. Yeah, newlyweds like just got married. So yeah, yeah. Three months. Were you guys living together before you got married, or is living together a new thing for you guys? Uh, well, I kind of just bombarded his life, <laughs> um, but it worked out. So my lease was up, and we were about to go on tour, and I was like, "Do I?" get a new place <laughs> or and um anyway so i kind of moved in and yes we've your... lived together for like three years oh, but okay. it wasn't no. official but yeah officially it was like her parents didn't know that two years yeah. oh. so like what's what's your at home dynamic like like who's the dirty one like like you, you with the clothes and stuff like who's dirty uh, yeah messy. who leaves their clothes well, all over the place one's like who's i would clean up a little bit please <laughs> whispering <laughs> naughty things to each other in the morning that dirty. dirty one <laughs> i would say that we are both equally messy okay. oh good okay. and i think i've just recently started to become kind of clean and ocd mm. i've always been ocd but like a disastrous ocd person oh. <laughs> so like the room will be a mess but like my shoes have to be in order very weird. How I know. So, I'm like, so messed yes. up. I'm trying to become more like that because I have Don't. extreme OCD, and so I have to take. I have two boys, and they're super messy. And I tell myself, like quietly, I'm like, okay, just let it go. <laughs> just let it go. Like, just you just have to take a lot of deep right breaths there for a second. Like, I'm a it's okay. Too. But who, who would be the most likely to Postmates food at home? Oh, both of us. That's, both of you. That's a dream. Is anyone cooking? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, we great. started to. Yeah. Okay. Recently. Recently. Yeah. I like. But I've made a, a total of three dishes. <laughs> She's great. This last one. As long as what are what are your main dishes? dishes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This Val? last one looked good and tasted. That's better. the most yeah. important. Yeah. Okay. Because sometimes you, you can't have. Both. And what we find out is if it's made with love. Oh it my. always tastes it's good. It's always made with love, but it's the frustration that comes with it and just mm. the pressure I put on myself that I just like want it to be great for him. Yeah. It's not. Guys, well, I would guys, ima- I'd rather her not cook. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, would, I would imagine okay. you'd be at a fantastic cook. Am I correct? So, okay. So he makes. Me? Yeah. I'm, I make an um, incredible Five chicken star Caesar salad. Chicken, chicken Caesar, Caesar salad. Oh. Yeah. Bread and, the chicken. Wait, can I say something? Oh, yeah, make the this is fresh. my favorite yeah, food. And so when we started like dating and we start he would he decided that he was going to make chicken Caesar <gasps> salad for me and he makes it all the time and it is I the best. That. All I the know. little hearts like the cartoon hearts <laughs> oh, just yeah. popped like, out of my head. I know. Oh. So cute. But no, she uh yeah, she 
I, I feel like when, when she when she starts cooking and she gets frustrated and mm. she's obviously you know puts so much pressure on herself, she like gets into a mood that <laughs> then it kind of like and then he just gets scared. The purpose, uh, just lo- lose my appetite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, don't yeah. go through this. Like, it feels like it hurts for her to <laughs> oh do this. You know, so I'm just like, yo, I'm not the type of dude that like is more attracted to you if you cook for me. I recently me. Oh, had I to start that. postmating or not postmating uh, Blue Apron because okay. it takes the pressure off of finding See? the recipe. And Maybe then that's going what I through all the, the stress. I do the Blue Apron, and it makes my life a lot easier. Okay. Yes. Good Blue Apron, come, come sponsor <laughs> us. On it. Yeah. on it. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so, Jenna, you are originally from Utah, and you yes. have a big family, correct? I do. Yeah. I do. How many brothers and sisters so do you have? So, I, um, I come from a family of eight. Ooh. Well, including my parents. Okay. So, I have six okay. siblings, and it is... That's still a lot. Yeah. It's the best. Yes. I loved it. I have two older sisters who actually are dancers, and they train me my whole life. Wow. So, I owe my career to them. They're the best. Shout out to the sisters. hey Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I have... Their names are Stacy and Jill. Sorry. Stacey. Yeah. Stacy and Jill. Thank you Jill for Jones. getting us that. Jill's yeah. anger. Stacy. Hey, um, hey, Jill. Yeah. Uh, they're... They're just the best. And then I have three really athletic brothers that Val loves because they just play sports all day. That's the dream. That's good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I loved it. I grew up at a great studio in Utah called Center Stage Performing Arts. And it was um, a well-rounded studio where they did everything. So they not only did ballroom, but they did ballet, jazz, tap, hip-hop, lyrical. So I, I grew up a convention kid. Okay. And then later in life was introduced to ballroom and kind of fell in love with it and wanted to do it. So you had to like, did you kind of have to pick sides? I did You just were like, I want to start doing ballroom a little bit more than everything it, else. It really uh, took a toll on my social life and I think that's mm. why I'm antisocial and don't have any friends, which really? is fine. We're working I'm on it. Friend. We'll know yeah, that. You're my friend. Um, but every weekend, one weekend was either jump or nouveau. The next weekend okay. was an international competition and then the next weekend was jump, nouveau and the next Listen, weekend, I get it, was, it. Yeah. it was crazy. Well, was we were all there. My high school life and so, I had zero friends. Well, but I you know I was really passionate about dance and I knew that from a young age I knew that that's what my future was and that's what I really wanted and so thankfully my parents were really supportive of it and helped me you know accomplish those dreams Um, but yeah so then how old were you when you auditioned for So You Think You Can Dance I was 18 oh okay yeah um, You're like, I can do it now. I'm oh, yeah. Going. <laughs> yeah. I actually tried to go when I was 17 because mm-hmm. um, my birthday, the auditions were in April and my birthday was the next week. And I was like, so yeah. I'll be 18 when the yeah, show's yeah. on. And they they shut you very down. nicely turned oh, me away. Man. I, know. Oh, I was devastated. I and it was it was the last audition city. So I couldn't go to another oh, one. OK. But, you know, I think timing is everything because yep. Lindsay and Whitney um, from Utah as well were on yeah. that season doing ballroom so I think it was kind of the right time for me to take another yep. year I got to go to Worlds for um, my my Latin dancing with my Latin partner and so I got to have that and then the next more experience a few months that. a few more months later then I auditioned again and I made it Nice. Well, you killed it. Yes. So how how did you you were you were on season ten, yes. which was my favorite season. And she did you say that. I'm biased, it. but it's one yeah. Of my I don't think as well. anybody's biased. Season yeah. ten was the best season. It was really it was, good. I mean, the dancers that came out of it is just crazy. Yeah, every so single many, dancer, so many talented was artists. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you transition from? So you think you can dance to Dancing with the Stars? Like, what was that transition like? It was really quick. <laughs> And, and again, I made it very easy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I I no, you did, though. <laughs> he did help. Yeah. Um, no, so like I was saying, um, I 
I was on the show, and then if you make it past the top ten, you're asked to go on tour with So You Think You Can Dance. So I went on tour with them, um, and we got back, and literally a week later, I was contacted by um, Dancing with the Stars and was asked to come out and move out there, and I did. Um, like you know, So You Think You Can Dance and Dancing with the Stars are kind of in the same – they're in the same studio at CBS. Yes. And mm. so I think that had a lot of help, um, just producers being able to see me. Yeah, and did you get to see some of the producers on So You Think You Could Dance from Dancing with the Stars when you were working? No, I never met no. any of them. Mm. So I was kind of blind to all of this. I never, like, pursued it or asked anyone about it. It just kind of happened, and I'm really grateful it did. Um, but a big transition was on So You Think You Can Dance, you're still – you're being watched. And so you never break that third wall of finding camera mm-hmm. ever. Um, and so, you know, all the routines huh. are really intimate. There's a storyline. and so I didn't think about that either. I had never been taught to find camera. And on Dancing with the Stars. That is so that important. It's crazy. And wow. so and it's taken me a lot of seasons, and Val knows this too. We both struggled with it. And Mandy Moore has really helped us with this, but I never understood the importance of finding camera and what that does, and it connects you essentially to your audience member. Rather I think that's than super valid. Rather than shying off and feel like, you know, you don't want to kind of connect, we're, but that's your only way of connecting to people. Well, because as dancers, most of the time we don't. You don't we're get not that opportunity. We're not supposed to, to connect and, with the camera. And as a competition kid yeah. or a convention uh-huh. kid, you don't look at the it camera. It was like yeah. there's very you rarely never a backup do that. dancer. Yeah, rarely quote unquote, will they ask you to look at the camera. If you look in the camera, you get in trouble. Doing, yeah. yeah. So, so don't look at the camera. Very, that, but, very good point. So that was the hardest kind of transition okay. for me of of dancing on TV. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. And then Val, your story is like <laughs> completely different than that. I read something that you had danced with your brother growing up, and maybe like, what were you doing? I want to know this story because I don't think I know the facts. Yeah, my relationship with dance, I you know I had I have an older brother Max, mm-hmm. who the world, you know, met. Through Dancing with the Stars, but obviously, you know, he he's danced since he was five years old, uh, and then so it was kind of like he was recruited to dance ballroom dancing in Ukraine because at the time boys are like a, a huge commodity. Obviously, mm-hmm. there's you know not enough boys dancing, so the, the dance teachers are constantly recruiting. So whether mm. he was actually wow. good and showed promise, <laughs> or, or he, he was, was just a boy, uh, brother giving uh, another brother. Uh, sh- <laughs> no, but it's the truth, you know. Yeah. Either way, he, you know, he was part of some etiquette after-school activity back back in Ukraine, and the dance teacher teaching the class uh, was like, you know, to my parents, "Hey, he's got promise in this thing, so sign him up for dance." And they did, you know, and that's how he started dancing. Our parents never danced; it wasn't huge in our family. Hmm. Uh, wow. Then, when I was born, probably around, you know, I, they put me into violin when I was five. And then at six, they, they signed me up for dance class, too. Again, I asked them that yesterday, actually. I'm like, wh- at some point, why didn't you just take us out of dance? Like, what, what do you mm-hmm. find? What did you find important about dance for your boys, you know, down the line? And they were like, well, it, it, would, it would teach you how to, how to, you know, behave around girls. That was great. That was important. That's I'm smart. Like, All right, very smart. Dad. Uh, <laughs> okay, Dad. It's true. <laughs> but but they both said that you know it, it would it would allow you guys to be a little bit more socially you know able, right? You wouldn't have this complex or have this insecurity. You'd be able I to like be that. in front of people. Whether you know you grow up to be a lawyer, you you, you could stand in front of a a, a you know a, a full a courtroom and 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 not be intimidated by the stage, right? It just teaches you at a young age yeah, to like presence. I love that. Yeah, to learn. Yeah. 
Yeah, to have presents. I'm like, all right, cool. I mean, but you spend millions of dollars on my dance education. Right. Yeah. Uh, like just, how much just money for presents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just right. for presents. <laughs> just to have uh, etiquette around girls. But yeah, I didn't grow up with any other genre except for ballroom dancing. It was just ballroom dancing. And uh, we moved to New York. Uh, back to your question. And to Brooklyn when I was eight. My brother was 14. We started a ballroom dance uh, school there locally because it was a Russian community where we moved. And then uh, where we worked together is we, we danced in Russian restaurants on, on the weekends. Wow. Uh, so, you know, the Russian restaurant experience, Jenna could, could fill you in, is a very unique experience. I don't know not if just, I've experienced that. Yeah, not so what are you doing? Russia, like, are you asking people to come up and dance with you? And no, you, I, mean, I mean, first of all, there's a live band. There's like a five-course meal mm. throughout wow. the night. There's, a, a lot, you know. So much food. Food, mm-hmm. drinking, eating, and music, and dancing. There's a dance floor. And then before the desserts, after the main course, there's entertainment. And so mm-hmm. my brother and I were entertainment. <laughs> With our partners. I was 12, he was 18, and, you know, we were earning, like, 100 bucks a weekend dancing. That's kind of a lot, though, for yeah. 12. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's like, a lot. Oh, I was 20, 25. No, I'm saying between the two of us. Oh, okay. Yeah. Still. Split it. Yeah, for, for sure. And yeah. uh, that was really, like, my relationship with dance. It, it, was, it was a tool I had as a young kid to make a living. Wow. You know, so I yeah, didn't you really knew that in advance. Like you were, this kind of was your job in a sense before you could start actually working, right? Or actually enjoy. Like I've never had a regular job or an odd job, but I've yeah, always same. worked. You yes. know, so how do I explain that to somebody? Who's like, I weighed tables when I was fifteen. Yeah. That's awesome. That's yeah. one of the questions I like to ask people: Is have you ever had an odd job? Right. But yours was dancing yeah. at a Russian, <laughs> right. a Russian dinner place. Right, right, and and you know that was my first Dancing with the Stars. That was my first major, mm-hmm. you know, British Open, or that's my that was the first time I, I really felt the energy of being able to come out, perform. Um, uh, also express yourself and then have that immediate reaction to it right there's obviously no cameras so back to the camera conversation i also never had that relationship with cameras mm-hmm. but that relationship with an audience member now again the stage varied throughout my entire career mm-hmm. from russian restaurants to nursing homes like then they're done that. Yeah. yeah i feel like Huge shout out to the nursing home community mm-hmm. for giving young young artists Absolutely. Absolutely. just yes. in general. I've, I forgot I've, really cool. I've done that as well. Have you done that? I ever? sure have. I think ever. <laughs> yes. We've done. We've never discussed this amongst any dancers between right? us, but that's funny. But I'm Everyone's sure a lot of dancers because the, the older community appreciated that early on. You know, now there's like this dance renaissance in in, in the country, in the world. Yeah. You know, everyone's yeah. obsessed with dance on every different level. Mm-hmm. You know, but before social media, before the woe and the dab and the, all of that, <laughs> all of the things. like it's, it was OG. Yeah, yeah, I mean, not everybody appreciated that art form, but but still, ballroom dance is like jazz; it's not pop. Mm-hmm. You know, so that is something that's also sophisticated. Yeah, you know, not sophisticated, but but it's appreciated by a few until dancing with the star jazz mm-hmm. jazz was pop before right jazz was pop and i feel like right. ballroom's making its its way into being the popular dance form right. as well but you're right it was yeah, because before, some of the dance studios now teach ballroom and not oh, just yeah. jazz conventions now have started and now it's ballroom. a requirement it, yeah they're like get yeah. that ballroom so i wanted i wanted to ask like what uh, first 
how did you go from doing those yes. jobs to Dancing with the Stars? Like, how did you get presented that opportunity? In, yeah. the, in the meantime, we're, you know, I'm training. I'm practicing. My brother was my coach as well. I, again, that's a huge a shout out to all the older siblings that mm-hmm. coach their younger yeah. siblings into stardom and excellence, yes. you know, and, and I say that all the time. You know, he made a lot of mistakes for me to not make those mistakes and, and have mm-hmm. a different, more clear path. Uh, but anyway, so I was competing in ballroom dance. But at a very, <laughs> very high level. In a competitive ballroom okay. dance world, which is, it's, it was crazy at a time where, again, it, it's not that popular. Right. It's a very niche kind of like weekend warrior type of thing, mm-hmm. you know, just like these conventions, I think, are bigger now than ever, right? Yeah. Yeah. So now, I mean, like I said, dance is on a different level. Yeah. Back then... I, and and then so this is what separated me as a ballroom dancer in America versus all the other ballroom dancers in America is that my parents had the the guts to say you know at 12 years old we believe that you can compete on a higher level against the best in the world and mm-hmm. the best ballroom dance kids were in in Europe mm-hmm. so they somehow found the money to send me to German Open which was an international company and that was the first time wow. I saw like this is what you know, prime competition looks like. So when I'm practicing in New York and Brooklyn, I'm I'm envisioning myself at a you know German Open final or British Open final next to all these European kids that are doing this on a high level. And so that's it. So then I started pursuing that. That was my dream. My parents made that our dream wow. to become the first American to ever win a world championship. What are your parents' names? <laughs> uh, Alexander and Larissa. Shout, Shout out to Alexander out. and yes. Larissa. I love that. And so at 15, I became the first American to ever. 15. Not I. My, my partner and I How both is? became junior world champions. How old were you when Max joined the show? Uh, I was 25. Uh, when Max? Yeah. I was 19. So so you, okay. Basically, so, so I'm competing. I'm doing my thing. Then we want, it was a big moment. The, the thing is, again, back to what dance has, has meant to me. At first, it's, it's a source of my livelihood. And then it became a source of my pride as an immigrant to this country mm-hmm. to be able to like, cl- you know, wave passion. our flag in a, in a, in a comp- in a world where American dance, like Americans ballroom dancing, just didn't exist. It was like the Jama- sure. Jamaican bobsled team, mm-hmm. really. Right. Am- amongst right. kids, amongst That's kids. That's a great analogy. That you know, a great yeah. comparison. Dude, yeah. it's like yeah. uh, for real. It's like a kid from yes. Siberia winning the hip hop world championships. Mm-hmm. You right. know, or, yeah. or like the Asian wave, like how popular mm-hmm. hip hop is in Asia and how dope and progressive and moving. Right. I mean, they they you know hold it down for, uh, for a lot of yes. hip hop. So it's you like you felt like you were a pioneer going over there doing it with right. That's America. A, right, in that sense, for sure. And then coming back and, and, and ho- you know, hopefully inspiring. Again, this is before social media, so you couldn't see, you couldn't learn, you know. So, so who it's saw like, what's, you? How did they find you? Well, then there was another school that was, uh-huh. again, kind of the hub of excellent ballroom dancing, and that was in randomly in Provo, Utah. Okay. Which is where <laughs> I mean, not Jenna, so random. Yep. Derek, Julianne, mm-hmm. Lindsay, Whitney, Whitney comes every, out of Utah. Utah. Uh, yeah. Specifically in ballroom dance because they were one of the few competition schools that had jazz ballet. Hip-hop. Yes. That said, oh, let's invest in ballroom too. Like that seems like a cool thing for us mm-hmm. to do. And, you know, and they did. And the result was 
Derek Hoff was an, uh, an incredibly successful competition ballroom dancer before he said, I want to do Broadway and I want to do Hollywood. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Mark Ballas was also a product of that school, even right. though he's, wow. he's yeah. you know, he's from London and his mom, obviously, he had a different upbringing, but he would always come back to Utah and that, that was kind of like also where he grew up a lot. Julianne Hoff, same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, now, all studios in America want to Im- implement ballroom and, and yeah. But Utah was the hub. So you went there. So you guys then at 19 went there before you went on the show? Yeah, no, I, I just competed there. No. Oh, yeah. so you went so and competed. We, yeah. Competed but there. they had found Max first. For the, okay. For the second season? First season. So my brother was a professional champion of the United States at that time. So when oh, they were recruiting it. dancers. See that, I they were going for they all like the high level pros. people. Okay. Yeah. And they at, found Max. And the highest level people were really reluctant to join because they're well, like, yeah, what is this sure. weird a, idea? Well, for a long time in the ballroom world, Dancing with the Stars was a joke. Yeah. As, I think not... So, as, 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 as everyone is. As a lot of different shows. Yes, yes people go, and know, I think this not until, the for sure. I think it's definitely evolved over the years and mm-hmm. I think it's now gained credibility. Yes. But for a while, it was kind of like, that's ridiculous. Oh, you want to be right. a professional and you've teach trained celebrities at, how to, to dance? You've right. trained at these high levels. Oh, yeah, you're going now to I see it. Majestic yes. competitions, and you're going to give all of that up to go to L.A. and yes. train somebody that doesn't want to yeah. be there, maybe. But sometimes. again, Look, you it's dance, a source of To income. do a cha-cha. Right. You show, dance, yeah. you, work your, you, know, you work your butt off for years to be able to dance, for instance, the U, uh, the international championships in London, the, where the finals are mm-hmm. in front of a live 60-piece band at the Royal Albert, Royal Albert Hall, right? So which is like, you know, this really prestigious theater in the center of London, you know, and, and hopefully you could win it. Mm-hmm. And if you win it, you have accomplished, I mean, the dream. It. This mm-hmm. was it. That was the you pinnacle. Know? You're a legend. And, and you, you're okay. a legend. Your name is forever written in, in, in this incredible yes. moment. And you get an envelope with 250 pounds. <laughs> no. Stop it. You know? Oh, yeah. And 250 pounds. That was going to be my next question uh, is how much would you get the, paid? The highest, you know, the, the best currency transfer. The best of the best are getting that amount. Oh, my God. Wow. But that's you being Val and you being smart. And I've noticed this all along. Like, you are very smart. And it's a hard trait as a dancer to learn the business aspect business, of things yes. um, that you knew to take, like you and your family knew to take those leaps in the beginning because it's a source of income as you learned right. when you were 12 well, years old. So, But genius comes in hindsight, you know, <laughs> this was like, this was not a genius plan to open up a dance studio. This was like my brother being frustrated, assisting a teacher and, and my dad is like, well, what are you going to do about it? You know, you could complain or you could do something. Let's open up our own school. And they opened up, you know, it's like, cool. And a month later, my dad quit his job and they opened wow. up a dance studio for kids in New Jersey. Get it, wow. Alexander. You know, so, <laughs> so it's but, like, in hindsight, that was a, a great move. I'm very grateful to, yeah. again, my parents for, for making moves that probably seemed outrageous to their my peers moves. at the time. But... But I benefit I from now. Business-wise, again, so Max did the show, and he did it for a couple of seasons. Mm-hmm. And Val would just come to L.A. and hang out or kind of see what was going on. But mm-hmm. he didn't really have interest in doing it. They had him perform a few times okay. um, as, like, a specialty number. But I think you were 25 when you joined the show, 26. Yeah. So he, at this time, okay. was, like, killing it gotcha. in the ballroom world. And he decided... 
that he was going to leave and pursue this Dancing with the Stars thing. And again, I think it's kind of back to, you know, I could be doing this. Maybe it's not as, like, prestigious as what I've been training my whole life to do, but I think it was, like, a big risk that paid off. And it's, But it was a big thing in the ballroom world that this guy left. Like, gotcha. Oh. Yes. Very, very big. He wrote oh. this saucy. A different thing. But there was a lot of things. Like, he was at the highest level. Gotcha. And really? But I again, if there was no Dancing with the Stars option, I would have been, you know, ignorance is bliss. I would have been happy pursuing that passion, living out of a suitcase, Absolutely. broke. Of it's course. like it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, anybody you know? in the arts and anybody who loves what they do, you is willing are, to do it. You're willing you to right, go but, there. You know, but then yeah. if I'm vicariously experiencing everything through through Max's experience on the show, for better and for worse, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. for a long time he was like, bro, you don't need to do this. Let me do this. You could enjoy it with me, through me. Uh, you pursue that because your excellence, striving for excellence, doing that, you know, the Grammy work, it, it's, that's, where it's, that's where it's at. The money is mm-hmm. not going anywhere, right? You know, but I was 25 and I wanted to be able to get m- my significant other gift. I wanted to also mm-hmm. do some, like, life yeah. uh, m- things, not just dance things, you know? And so I, I've won that Royal Albert Hall. I've won that British, you know, I've won that worlds and then i reached kind of the pinnacle where the view it was cool but there's another hill like there's a mountain in hollywood that that is available for me to climb with a much different view you know mm-hmm. and so i was like that that's really the it's about pursuing different challenges not selling out for a bigger check it was right. more you know as an artist i, I want to pursue a bigger stage well you had mm. an opportunity as well and you wanted to right. try yeah so it brought, brings me back to a question one of our uh listeners brought up and they were they were asking if we thought um dance programs were good for the community or negative for the community and we had this discussion but with your story alone, I would say it's been a positive experience. I mean, it's afforded you a lot of opportunity and experience and things like that, wouldn't you say? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it also kind of uh, paved the, the entrepreneurial right. kind of way for, for us as well as a family. Yeah. I, again, obviously, a lot of that heavy lifting was done by my father in the beginning. But now, I mean, it's, it is a family business. We own 14 locations. Wow. Uh, Studios called Dance With Me. We cater to adults. This is not Incredible. a kid's dance studio, which is actually, you know, what we're both really passionate about. But Dancing With The Stars is what inspired that transition. Mm. My relationship with dance changed completely from being a kid. I just want, <laughs> I was interviewed at 15 and someone asked me, why do you like to dance? And I said, I love to dance because I love to win. That's oh, on record. Get it. You know, that's the worst <laughs> answer ever. Like, I, I would think we never. all have those. It was like, like, <laughs> I would never answer that gotcha. now. But you're a boy. Right. But yeah. I'm a boy. It's in your nature. You just want to compete and win. Right. It was competition. It was athleticism. It was a sport. I yeah. love sports. Yeah. You know, and dance, dance in our culture, sport. in our family, it's a sport. Uh, but anyway, now through Dancing with the Stars, through using dance as a means to, to be of service to the world, has you know transcended my relationship with dance to being more about you know sharing the power yeah to say you've grown a little bit right for sure but i think for then like a show like so you think you can dance these dancers have an opportunity to be seen on a platform that they're they wouldn't have otherwise if dance weren't on tv absolutely Absolutely. so i do think that you know there's benefits and there's 
there's some minuses for sure. Yeah. Um, I think for like the creative artist that just wants to do it for that and have it in a classroom setting of learning and growing, I think maybe they have negative feelings maybe for dance right. on uh, TV, but it also... It's a hard thing to learn. If, like you're saying, breaking that that wall, that third wall, and that's hard for some artists too because they're like, they just don't get it. If, I think that was... If you're doing it for the right reasons and if you just want to share your talent and be mm-hmm. seen and dance, I think you have the right intentions going into uh, a TV show or a dance show. Um, but if you're just trying to be famous for a second and you know you yeah. lose that... And that that's, joy. What, that's what Instagram's for right now. Exactly. <laughs> or make Instagram yeah. videos. Yeah. But yeah, I well, I have I'm very grateful that that there were T V shows, dance T V shows that I had the opportunity yeah. to, you know, uh show my skills and be able to do it for a very large scale of people. Did you grow up watching so you think you could Oh dance? absolutely. Mm. I remember when Nick Lazzarini season Come one on, did season some Fuete yep. turns. I, I will that. never forget that yeah, solo. And either. that was a moment I was sitting on the couch and I was just like, Mom, I really wow. want to do that. Yeah. And ever since then, I mean it made the biggest impression on me and I I I just I didn't know if I was gonna do it or if I would make it, but it gave me a dream. Yeah, and kind of pushed me a platform throughout. for you to yeah, leap pushed off of. me, and I was able to do it, and I'm forever grateful for both shows. So yeah, but yeah. I, I, back to the other conversation of being a student. Like I, I, I think the ones that were successful on Dancing with the Stars or on So You Think You Can Dance in general in life are those that are not, you know, st- not graduating in their ability to learn. Like mm. that's why I'm so grateful to someone like Mandy Moore and and she's just one of a few but one that I want to allocate the most credit to Mandy Moore is the choreographer choreographer of Dancing with the Stars because I was able to replace a teacher you know in my ballroom dance Mm -hmm. world like Espen Salber or Graham Oswick who are shout out to them really really good shout out to the ballroom dance world (laughs) uh with someone here, uh, with someone in the world of, of, of this genre, you know, back to finding camera. I remember when she was, we were blocking a piece and she was like, yo, Val, do me a favor, when you turn around here, uh, try to find camera. It's like uh-huh. literally right in front of you. I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, so five, <laughs> six, seven, eight, I turn around. And then so after that take, she's like, um, well, actually, let's run it back. And she played it back. And she's like, don't find camera like that, right? And it was just mm. literally a face that's just staring, staring at her. Staring at her. headlights. Five, six, seven. Like, the eyes are counting five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> uh, you know, just yes. loosen up. Relax. Right, you got to right, see right. it, it but not swag. stare at it. You know, you're, you're communicating. It's an audience at home. Millions of people. That's right. who yes. you're, you're kind of you're staring at them. Just don't look creepy like that, you know? Um, so, like... Moments like finding camera, moments like mm-hmm. texture, and, and moments like introducing well, me to other genres yeah. of performance, right? Mm-hmm. I only knew how to ballroom dance to music. Now I can ballroom dance to music well mm-hmm. and do other things okay, too. But but she introduced me to other textures and movement and, and knowledge and wisdom and just, I mean, again, millions of things that I'm really grateful for. Oh, that's great advice. advice for dancers at home. I want to clear that up. Mandy Moore, because she's more than a choreographer for the show. Oh, absolutely. She's what like a she? creative she's director well, and producer. producer. Yes, and producer. She's the creative yeah. director of So You Think You Can Dance Right Now. As well, um, yeah. Yes, yeah. and she helps a lot. Yeah. So you would know her. You saw her in episode six she was choreographing she will be doing a jazz routine in seven yeah correct sure will. yeah 
and she's a teacher in the academy. And yeah. she's oh, a teacher. She's an I grew educator. up taking from Mandy Moore. Same. I did too. Yeah. She did one of my first solos oh. when I was eight. I was so bad. <gasps> what and, was the song? Um, it was a Leaky Lee song. Oh, I cute. love Leaky Lee. Oh, it was so cute. <laughs> Leaky Lee. I'll never forget it. And a she, bit. yes, it, uh, that wasn't the song, but right. she actually showed me the video of it. It was so funny. But so I knew her as a choreographer, okay. and then when I kind of was introduced or got on So You Think You Can Dance, I saw her as a way bigger mentor, mm-hmm. friend, choreographer, extraordinary. She, is a she, she holds your hand and she stares you in the yes. face, and she's and like, she wants the best Hi. for you. Yeah, 100%. and she wants your dancing to shine and to be the best that it can be. We can't wait to have her. Oh, I cannot yeah. wait. Um, She's just yeah. knowledgeable. So I'm itching to ask mm-hmm. this question because I think it applies to a lot of people at home. For Dancing with the Stars, what is your tool that you use when you're working with celebrities, quote unquote, or just people that can't dance? Like, <laughs> how do you get them to, like, break that nervousness inside of them and their jitters? Is there is it different for each person? Do you find... Absolutely. I think if you have an actor or an actress, you can... You know, you can relate to them of like performing. Obviously, they understand that concept. They mm-hmm. understand camera, so you can you know help them that way. Are there keywords if you, you use? <laughs> now, no keywords. Now, now. now. joy, now. smile, <laughs> acting, joy, smile. Um, but then, if you have an athlete, you can help them with you know athleticism. They mm-hmm. understand practice. They understand cons- consistency. Repetitive practice makes perfect. Mm-hmm. If you have someone that literally has never moved, mm. doesn't do any of this, Has just was introduced to Hollywood. <laughs> really hard. Welcome, Hollywood. Shake his hand. And, you oh. know, I had this, my last partner, I love him to death, and he's a dear friend of mine, and I'm so grateful I was partnered with him, um, Joe Mobley, Grocery Store Joe. But he was... Wait, who is Grocery Store he Joe? He was on The Bachelor, okay. and he was just a fan favorite and kind of blew up. But Great. was... The ladies had loved never had him. social media until mm-hmm. the show. Oh, pumpkin had never <laughs> known what dan- camera was. Oh, and so that was really hard. And it was, yeah. and it was. he it per- had never had to like show up and perform live. I was now. gonna say like a stage was probably. Whereas, See, like those too. ballroom dance lessons when uh-huh. he was a kid would have really paid off. You really know? paid off. Life. <laughs> so it was, and it was really hard. And you know, I wanted to help him because he was doing. That was the crazy thing is he would do really well in rehearsal when we would Absolutely, have long yes. periods of time to perfect something. But um, once the camera and the audience show up, and you have a minute thirty to do it and do it now and do it live and smile in front of mm. millions of people. It was terrifying for him. I think that's what a lot of people at home feel like if they were to be in his shoes. Well, and it was hard because, you know, he did progress and somehow we made it to the semifinals. And by that time, he was... Shout out America. Hey, shout out America. (laughs) Thanks for the vote. Shout out America, honestly, right? (laughs) He started to get more comfortable, but, Uh you know, then it was kind of like at the end. And so, but it was a terrifying experience for him. Did you have like physical <laughs> cues? Like, did you have? Oh, were, you I. Guys are you know what? Back. So you speak to them the whole time because you can't yeah, really. So hear them. what are I those have, guys that puppets? I have mastered what ventriloquism? That? That's mm. what it is. There you go. And could, I, I will watch. I think we even watched one. Some of our routines back, and the whole time it's really bad. I am not even focused on performing or finding <laughs> camera. I am holding his hands and oh. yelling at him the whole time. Oh, but man. there was cues. There were words. Mm-hmm. A lot of words. Word a lot cues. Of counts. Pinching. Counts don't mean anything to somebody. No, 
no, that no, doesn't no. know music it's or either dance. the Ooh. word in the music, don't know music or, or like dance. yeah you don't understand rhythm yeah. or Zach yeah. Whitley is a master at this all right, all right. with Let's, actors Joe you weren't none of those no. things no we're not talking about Joe I'm just saying in general no in general who's ever heard of counting to eight you know before and then start over they're like why do you guys stop at eight yeah literally has been a question and then being able to like find the eight in a song randomly yeah that's really hard for anyone yeah I remember showing up to Glee the first day and Corey Monteith had no had two left feet had no idea and he was a full blown dancer towards the end wow is a genius and he and it's very funny and you would never hear anybody say this in real life but he would use words like if it was like a th- hip thrust he'd be like vagina and like <laughs> yeah. use keywords yes. for n- normal people who just cling to one word and hear it and go okay I'm gonna do vagina that's there teach yep. kids I have it, to say I've used that a lot yeah, yeah. but I've he does it for vagina that's a keyword keyword word vagina. vagina well first of all yes. it also infuses that movement with an energy and uh, and that's important as well right yes. so that it's not just a five but vagina is a lot more dynamic <laughs> than a five a yes. six uh, you know so yeah. it evokes a lot more emotion yeah. Oh, yeah. like yeah but it's a it's an awesome experience, man. And I think about that all the time. Like, first of all, I'm really grateful that I get to be that liaison of this stranger, and for most of the time, a successful stranger in their craft. Yes, uh, into this world of ballroom dance because I am super proud of this world. I am not crazy. I love, I love it for a reason. There's a there's a reason why I've I've dedicated thirty Absolutely. years of my life Absolutely. to it. If so, we didn't have people like you guys, it would not be what it is. Well, but it's not just us, you know, and that's that's back to like teaching, performing, Hollywood, competition. I, I, I just think that why don't you look at dance as something that has many different outlets now and you could pursue all of them. You could do a show in Hollywood and still, you know, not be too cool to go and teach. You know, you could still teach. You, you don't you, you could you could mm-hmm. be a successful dancer on television and still, you know, have a podcast and, and do other things and, and, and Heather and, shout out <laughs> um, Ava on. shout out <laughs> seven and a half <laughs> months like, pregnant teaches twice three times a week yeah. doing this podcast but, but you gotta love it you gotta genuinely you love do. dance you, love it. W- you know 360 not just the vanity element of performance not mm-hmm. ju- which is nothing wrong with that that's fine not just the self-expressing or healing uh, power of just freestyling Going, but, but also having the responsibility to want to like pass it forward yes you know? no, Going off of that is, I think I joined the show and thought, you know, this is my chance to be a dancer and to show off my dance moves. Mm -hmm. And after every season finishes, I'm so struck by what a better teacher I am. And I think that's kind of transition now. I learn something new and I learn a new teaching technique by every partner that I've had. There's different ways to connect to people. And so it's funny because, you know, I'll meet people and they're like, oh, I could never dance. And I'm like... You probably could. That's literally our job. But I think that's something I really have appreciated about Dancing with the Stars is I think I went in thinking, you know, this is my chance to dance and be a dancer, which I get to do Mm -hmm. and I do love doing. But I think it's really shaped me into a a better teacher by trial and error. And but then some successful moments as well. And I... I don't take that for granted, and I really love being able to now know how to teach somebody. And God, also choreograph. And mm-hmm. also choreograph. I've never really choreographed before the show. Mm-hmm. I've never had to. Uh, back to Mandy Moore also guiding me through the process of what it takes to choreograph mm-hmm. something. Uh, 
you tell a story and all, all these different, you know, different kind of, you know, it's, it's a science, you know, it's not just, oh, he's just really talented at yes. that. No, it's like a science of how to become a director or whatever. And, uh, yeah, I mean, now I enjoy painting with movement, not mm -hmm. just teaching it. I enjoy choreographing. I also enjoy still dancing a lot. Uh, but, yeah, shout out to Jenna, who, again, a lot of the choreography pieces mm -hmm. that, that I was a part of, that I created on the show, she, I would say 90% of that is 50% her Amazing. Her. You credit. guys, would, you would go home and you would choreograph together? Oh, well, absolutely. So <laughs> I, was, I was on troupe for a solid six seasons, and oh, okay. he was a pro, and gotcha. so I didn't have a celebrity partner yet, um, but... So he would let me help him, and we would create these pieces, and it was like it was the best experience for me because I feel like it kind of prepared me to then once I had oh, a partner, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, know the guy's steps. You were the steps. apprentice, yeah. And so I, but he and needed help, and you, you, wanted yeah. To and help. I knew that world. I kind of knew not the choreography world, but I knew the other genres and the other styles, and yeah, we helped each other out. It was, it was great. I loved it. I think what people fail to realize is that those are all different entities. Like, because you're a great dancer doesn't mean you're going to be a great teacher. No. Because you're a great teacher doesn't mean you'll be a great choreographer. So all these things are things, if you haven't done them, you have to learn or are learning or, you know, so that I, thinking about that show makes me think, all these dancers, you have to be a good teacher because you're teaching someone who doesn't know how to dance. Yeah. So, and, yeah. And uh, like in a week or in like two <laughs> yeah. days. Yeah. <laughs> have a, a wide end by Friday. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. or not. Or are great choreographers that can choreograph around things they can't teach. Right. Huh. And, and so that's the other thing is like you also that's on a time crunch where is that like you can't necessarily teach something in Got a week, it. you know uh -huh. but you can sometimes you have to camouflage it. really well and a lot which of, is a skill it right. is hard <laughs> absolutely <laughs> to make it still entertaining yes. and right. so i would say somebody know. dropped into that new would just think they have to choreograph and like, then they probably moves. make the grave mistake and yeah. on camera the well, and like no one like, to sell a personality. Oh, right yes, now. and that happens a yeah. lot. And you know, I was—I don't want to say I was bitter for being on troop for so long, but I was like, I'm ready. I want to do this. Why mm -hmm. is it taking me so long? But looking back, I'm really grateful that I had those moments on troop to to learn. And you know, Mandy was again; she's just really important to both of us. But she really helped me while I was on troop um, see the way that she would create and see the transitions and what looks good on. You know, on camera and what doesn't, mm -hmm. and I'm I'm really grateful for those seasons, and it kind of I think prepared me to be Absolutely. a teacher and choreographer. So, how did you stay motivated through all of that? Like, how do you stay motivated in general? Like, <laughs> you guys are choreographing and you're working. Heather, we're all sick in week. the head. I mean, come on, we have a lot of <laughs> right. issues. Um, Seriously, though, how do you no, stay motivated? You try every day. It's a, it's a grind. Like, do you motivated. guys like what do you do to relax? Like, what makes you feel good when oh. you're like, I just can't do it today. I need to go. Well. Val makes me very, very happy and very relaxed. I during Sorry. this season, my mom went to the gutter. I, mean, I know actually, it's fine. Makes me very relaxed. But yes, that too. I'm the, yes, God, I'm the dirty one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you know a gym. The gym is my happy place because I can just like run out my frustrations. Okay. And, yeah, I wish um, I'd like to do that. Also endorphins. <laughs> yeah, I I do love to do that. Um, I think that we both love to we're homebodies, and nice. so I love to Same. unwind at home. Yeah, and then just like put that's on where a good I rejuvenate the best is at home. Yeah, I mean, isn't it great? But an interesting, yes. just something that you said, you know, like how do you stay motivated? It's a hard 
it's hard as well because, you know, we're dealing with wanting to please dancers and right. those peers watching, but as well as the fans. And so, you know, you can put your heart into something and just get annihilated by people. Oh, for sure. And that's, you know, that's one of the hardest part. It's, this is your craft that people that don't understand dance are commenting about. They get about. to comment. Yes. They get to rip you like apart. A, not, not but to, you get to say. Not to shame an accountant. I don't give a shit. But yeah, like, like yeah. if you're an accountant working for a huge firm, yeah, it's easy for you to say, I don't care what people think. Right. Because not too many people really care about your accounting skills at that right. moment. You know? <laughs> it's also not art. So, but, but yeah, but like yeah. we are a part of our job is, you know, to care about what people think. Yeah. Because if we don't care, you know, it sounds sexy to say, I don't care what people, you do. You Every, do. Everybody you do. that's. And you're, oh, and you're affected by, it, you know, when you've, you're exhausted, you've worked a week and you've tried your hardest to get this person to dance and they nail it. Maybe it's not at the highest level or right. better than the other people, but that was their best. Mm-hmm. And then you get ripped apart. It's just and it's just. I could not imagine that because I, with having children, and yeah. I'm so uh, proud of them when they do sports. Uh, I could not imagine a coach coming up to me, not even a coach, another parent, like coming up and saying, "Yeah, you know, your son did this, 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 and this, and they could really work on this. I'd be like, I'm sorry. Who are you? <laughs> well, Go and away. that's the hard thing, you know, sometimes even in front of the judges. Yeah. And you're like, you don't know what they've been through this week. They did great. I hate to see people get deflated. Oh. It really hurts you know, and a lot, And the judges are good about, you know, they give us, you know, Positive, constructive criticism, yeah. which you should take, but yeah. the but, fans sometimes. But, I, but again, I think is is being mindful and and not placing so much responsibility into all those people. Like they are not they are not responsible to validate you. They're not responsible to make you happy or to inspire you. So just conversation. Just use them to, you know, if you need that validation, it should make up 10% of -hmm. the total pie. You know, it shouldn't be 100% of your happiness riding on the opinion of people that don't even know you or care about you really. You know, it's like I, I saw something like when you're young, you care about what. Uh, what everybody thinks, you know, when you're kind of middle age, you care about, you know, what 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 your your close your people, friends and family. Friend. But like when you're when you're really old, not friends and family, but like something else. But when mm-hmm. you're old, your peers think. But when you're older, you you realize that none of those people really thought about you that that <laughs> much. Yeah, nobody like, thought about you yeah, as much as you thought. Yeah, they did. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know, so it's like I, it, that takes time. Yeah, you know, it takes heartbreak too. It's, it takes a lot of disappointment to realize that, listen, I, if I want to be in control of my life, I need to take control of my happiness and, and, and what makes me happy. That is excellent. That's a hard lesson to learn sometimes. Oh, so, yeah. Is very, very letting go of what other people think and then learning that you can, you yourself can make you happy. Yeah. And that's all that matters in the world. Mm-hmm. Well, we've asked a lot of questions. Are there anything? Is there anything you guys want to talk Where about? Where did you get you guys... that tie-dye shirt? Ava's <laughs> <laughs> wearing a very the fantastic tie-dye shirt board in downtown LA. Actually, no, um, yeah, I did, I did. But, well, you're yeah, you're, you're you're gonna be a, a mom. I am. What do you think dance is gonna? What kind of role do you think dance? Are is you gonna, gonna put in your child into dance? So I don't want her to dance. Okay, but I she's gonna be around dance, so that's inevitable. But. I will just like I my parents did for me. I'll let her try everything, yeah. anything. But I don't want. I want to do something else, so I don't want to put her in dance. You want to do something? Else? I want to do something else. So <laughs> take a break. We'll see. I'm, I'm down for whatever. Honestly, 
But like you said, dance does offer a lot of life lessons. So there'll be a plus regardless. Right. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of kids, do you guys plan on having any kids anytime soon? <sighs> I mean, um, you just got married. People, but people love to start asking that at the beginning. I know. So I know. I know you right. get it. I know you. That get was it. the first question we... I asked Val the other day, and he was like, "Let's just save that." For the interview. <laughs> we definitely want babies. If it were up to Val, we'd have like four by now. I oh, think okay. he he's very excited. Well, yeah. He shrugs. He's, he's very excited yeah. to have kids, and so am I. We we want kids. Um, not right now. Yeah. We're gonna give Soon? ourselves a little Enjoy bit of time. Each other. Yeah, yeah. I As wanna, a married couple, I want to be married to him. Get for a to second, take your vacations now. Yeah, but there, there's also, and selfishly, honestly, selfishly, I'm I have a an addictive personality, and mm-hmm. I know that once I have a baby, yeah. that's baby. That. Oof. Yep, and that's Tunnel how I vision. feel about my dog right now. So when it's like a human that can mm-hmm. talk back to me, it's going to be a wrap. So there's a few a few things that you know I want to accomplish or I want to try before I give my undivided attention to well, a special it. little baby that now I can't let's wait. Talk, then, then the next question is for Heather. Heather, yeah. you, you've been a professional dancer, artist, actor. You know, did you feel that when you had a kid did you feel things slow down or speed up or change or do you feel like any opportunities was lost yeah absolutely i think same uh answer as jenna i was in a position where i was ready to have kids and i didn't know that mentally at the time um i needed a break and i needed to take time away for me but i didn't know how to articulate that because i was in such um a suffocating work atmosphere that once it happened and I got pregnant, it was a surprise and I dove headfirst into it and it was everything I needed and more. And it, yeah, yeah, it also just, it fed me in ways that I didn't realize. So it was like, it was in God's plan or, you know, the universe's plan for me to get pregnant. But I, I was the same way. Once I had my kids, I was like, I don't want to be at work. I don't (laughs) want to do anything. I just want to be with my kids all the time. Yeah. New New purpose. purpose. Yeah. Yeah, in the best ways, though. Yeah. Like everything you need. Absolutely. And I think you can, and I think you've done a great job, but my I problem think you is can that balance I think it I will, and be a... I, too, would want to only be with my kids. <laughs> Sorry, but honey. You see how she's doing it? I mean, That's you, yeah. you're yeah. able to make it yeah. work. You, you do. You continue life. You know, you just That's what terrifies evolve. me. Like, I, 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 I love being of service to the world. Yeah. I, and I, I'm not, like, trying to preach on my own behalf but I, I definitely could do more should do more and will do more but I enjoy that part of my life and I feel like once I have a, a child of my own I will care a lot less about everybody else but I think yeah, <laughs> like yeah. drastically I think that, but, <laughs> but no you're gonna have to it's like true Go. <laughs> Yo, let me not talk from non experience that's true I mean but you would also probably want to show your child the how you feel and the way exactly. so you would do you would oh, continue yes. to do oh, that's what I learned yeah. from diving head first <laughs> yeah. it's like I, I want my kids to see what I'm passionate yes. about and yeah. what I love because I'm really only giving to them and giving to them and they're like they don't know that I like to dance mm-hmm. and they don't like dancing with the stars was the first thing they really saw me do for work hmm. and Eli loved wow. it and he was like I want to go and dancing in the stars he says it all the time oh. so it's so cute see? listen if I were to get pregnant right now I would be very, very happy. Yeah. And I, I would be so excited. But if I could perfectly plan it out, I'd give myself maybe a yeah. year, a year and a half. Yeah. Either way, it's going to work I out. I can't wait. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. 
Um, so gossip, all I want to know about. We want to end this interview, but I'm just dying to know, is there any like backstage moments with a celebrity and you don't have to name them? They can re- remain nameless. Is there any like fun backstage moments that you were like, oh my God, I can't believe they're doing this right now? Or like... Uh, well, BTS. We need some BTS. I'm trying to think. <laughs> Something crazy. Because I have one. <laughs> what? But I want to know yours first. <laughs> no, tell us. Because then I can, my mind will start rolling. Okay, great. Um, I. <laughs> she just wants to gauge how. how yeah, far how explicit we're going. Yeah. Oh. How pers- a person who will re- remain nameless, apparently, allegedly, I saw the. Um, seamstress was like blow drying a costume with her hand and it was wet in the area where you go potty and I was like what happened like did they spill a drink and she was she just like kind of gave me a really hard glance and she was like "Mm -mm, mm -mm." (laughs) and she was like they peed and they did it in their costume on purpose (gasps) on purpose purpose. and then took it off and gave it to her On purpose. On purpose. So I've peed my pants in a costume because I was nervous on the show recently, a year ago. Nice. It was before my freestyle with Adam and I peed in that outfit because I was so nervous. Did you have to change out of it or it it wasn't visible? Oh, great. Oh, so you were dancing. Oh, yeah. You were in the middle of the dance. Nothing? Oh, I was like, nope. (laughs) Oh yeah. Ooh, that's that's crazy. That's, I was like, that's not on purpose. <laughs> that is exactly what that is. Um, finished, peed, and then handed it to yeah. her. Yeah. Oh, on at purpose. that point, yeah, it was just like, obviously I'm on sorry. purpose. Because if I peed in my costume, I would have like taken it somewhere else uh-huh. <laughs> for like a second, and be like, or pull them aside, or, like, and my bad. my fault. <laughs> and then like, I'm so sorry. sorry. You know what I mean? Ooh, I'm that's terrible. Think, what's something crazy? You don't got nothing, Val. Help her out. Uh, I have plenty. Oh, I just, actually, I nobody's I gonna know who they are. No, I know, I know, I know. I, ju- I just honestly no story just like pops That's me. into my the head Rolodex, like that. I'll be like, I don't know. I, can't I mean, there's just every day is pretty crazy, <laughs> but show days are very stressful. So I'm trying to think. I'm just remember. so. F- I'm just focused on what I'm doing. You know? Okay. No, he doesn't mind. Tommy okay. Chong was one of my favorite people to just watch. Okay. Mm-hmm every day <laughs> in rehearsal outside of rehearsal he was just the best and just lived his best life i love those people live like, his like best that. life i need i need like a something like how so i mean one of his dances he had like marijuana on him yes oh. like the costume oh, oh, oh. No? tell me they are what make the world go round yeah and he just, you know it. what? And he was the nicest guy and had this, uh, the oh, biggest smile on dude, his face the whole guy, time. Yeah. Sophisticated, intelligent. Intelligent. Like, I can't even tell you like, I love it. A- enough compliments towards Tommy Chong. Tommy Chong is awesome. One of, one of my highlights on the show, for sure. Oh, for sure. Go but yeah, one oh, time I, uh, we were performing, he came back on like, uh, you know, when, when they bring back celebrities. Oh, okay. And I was about, you know, I was literally about to, this was commercial break, we're going live in like two minutes, and I, I had like the, the bumper in, so I had the performance right out of commercial break, mm. and I see Ty, I was like, oh, hey, what's up, man? And I come over to say hello, he said, hey, oh, I got something for you, and, and he, you know, handed me like a little bit of 
A joint? Yeah. yeah. And and I'm like, and I didn't want to be rude and be <laughs> like, like, no. But he's like you. literally about to dance. Uh-huh. So I, Tommy's like, oh, I oh put it in my sock and then went live and danced. Oh. And, and of course I threw it out afterwards because, yeah, you know, I'm not going to indulge in that. But that is But it was, a, it was a gift You're like, from thank Tommy. Thank you. It was a moment. gift. Yeah. <laughs> During yeah, a live that. show. I During bet you the cameraman loved that. But uh, I mean, juicy stuff like. Ah, okay. I remember one time I was in the makeup trailer. That's where all the magic happened. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would imagine. And somebody was telling me about, they were saying, this person was, like, really into health, and they were like, you know, the best thing that you can do is a coffee enema. And I was like, what? Never. And she's like, yeah, uh, my husband and I did them last night. It's, like, the best thing ever. And I was like, (laughs) what is that? Coffee enema. So what do they do? They take coffee beans and they put it up their butt. I think it's liquefied. A coffee enema. Coffee. But I didn't know coffee worked like that. I thought it had to go through the digestive system. She told me that they did date night. They did a coffee enema. And I know. Like I was like, did you do it to each other or like how did you? Who does date night and do coffee enemas together? We're about to try. That was very interesting. Whoa. Yeah. It I've was, never heard of it such kind of thing. Me out. You're like, yeah. dust my ears yeah. to save me. What? <laughs> but you know, it's like 6 a.m. and you're like trying oh, to like, right. open your eyes. And, and I was like, <laughs> I'm awake. I'm awake, yes. Yeah, that's, I, I ain't got no story. That was a good uh, one. Well, that's that a good great. one to end on. I like yeah. that one. Yes. Okay, so we have a game to play with you two. It's so called excited. Partner Predictions. Oh. Oh. Here's your, your whiteboards. White it's sort of like a he said, she said trivia game where you have to guess the right answer for your significant other. This is like the wedding game. Yeah, it's like yes. the wedding game. Okay, exactly. exactly. <laughs> You're used to this. So, But we do it special here. Whoever wins um, gets to pick their charity of choice, and we will donate $15 to your charity. So essentially, everybody yes. wins here. Um, so if you guys are ready, you got your markers ready. Yeah. You ready? Okay. So this is for a significant other. For yeah, what you they answer, answer for what they, yeah, what they would answer. each other. Okay. Be nice. Babe. First question: If your partner were to turn on Netflix, what would be the first show they would turn on to watch? Oh, you for Jenna. Jenna. Yeah, yeah. Yes. My partner like, in your, life. Your wife, your partner, your wife, my wife, <laughs> your wife. Uh, Sorry, I wrote that's wrong. Your wife. <laughs> yeah, and I just read it wrong. <laughs> uh, All right, ready. Let's Fair start enough. with Jenna. Oh, am I supposed to say what I would do? No, what, what he what he would do first, and then you can what show? Show him what show? Documentaries. Just documentaries in general. In general. Yeah. That's yes. all you would turn on. There's not a specific one. You would just find a new one. A new Any one, yeah. and every documentary he's oh. probably seen. I don't know so. why I'm getting attitude for wanting to learn. <laughs> but, but because see, when I sit down to watch Netflix, I want to I want to turn off right. my mind and be entertained. That's why not, I have a TV in my room, and then there's one in the living room. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, that's yeah, what we need to do. Okay, right. wait. Don't turn around. I meant to ask. What is your answer first? Well, I don't know if he would do anything on Netflix. Okay, Big Little Lies. Boom. Yeah, little big lies. This is little big lies. Close enough. You both still get the point. Yeah, I'm on that too. Love it. This new season, Meryl Streep. I can't. I want to read the books first. I'm waiting to read those before I watch it. In a fire, what would your partner most likely go back to grab? We love this question. Okay. Uh, one fire item in a fire or whatever just one most likely to grab Ziggy's already with us so don't put Ziggy oh okay oh really well I said our dog I hope yeah but oh, yeah. just we ran out with him something okay. else oh so Ziggy's with so you Ziggy already so Ziggy is a non what do you call it 
He doesn't apply. It's not a, yeah. He's holding on for dear life. Yeah. Ziggy's leaves with them. Okay. Okay. She's ready. Oh, I'm guessing her, right? You're guessing her. Guessing her. Every round. Babe. (laughs) Stay with us. (laughs) 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 Oh, (laughs) just a remix. Uh, I mean, what I only have two hands. He's racing now. Grab? He's riding. Re- he's I'm a racer. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm ready. All right. Just say what you would take. You. Go. Val, you can go first. Say your answer. Probably, honestly, nothing. Like I don't need anything. But okay. I will probably grab my watch. <gasps> Whoosh! Oh, <laughs> she wrote God. down watch. I knew it. Was this a question that was in your your married game? No, like that's no. That's remarkable. He just he, is he said probably cherished. nothing, but he my doesn't watch. care about anything worldly. Like he's not that person. That. But this good. watch, he has taken care of his as it's, long as I have. It's known like him. a good luck watch. Oh, I it love is. It. It's his pride. Okay. Wow. Okay, so Jenna, what is what your is, answer? Yeah, what's your answer. <laughs> I don't know. Did you put kombucha or something? Yep. Stop it. <laughs> Zip fizz and kombucha. Honey, it's zip fizz, not zit fizz. Although I zip do get fizz? zits. <laughs> this is great. I would love it if it but was zip fizz. But the thing is, these are such personal answers. Yeah, I love. It. You guys are killing this game. Good I do job, love honey. this. Oh my god! You're the first ones we played Her this Emmy. with. It's like, what, what are the answers that oh, you right. usually get? <laughs> my trophy. <laughs> yeah. By the way, we have three mirrorball trophies in the house. That and nobody said they were going to go back. No, 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 no. Kombucha. Kombucha. All right. Season 27, week two. Yeah. Okay. Night one was New York City yeah. night. <laughs> what did your partner and their celebrity have? What dance? I remember. Oh. This is easy. You remember what I had? Yeah. Look at him. Ah. Okay. Right. Oh, light bulb went off. Mm-hmm. I love this. Okay. Val. Yep. What is your answer? Well, what what style what did. did you get? What style did Jenna get? No. How do we ask this? How do I ask Here. this? Yeah. <laughs> what style did you have? What dance what, style did you have? What dance I, style did you have? Oh, I had the cha-cha-cha. Okay. To Uptown Girl. Hey! <laughs> she got it right, you all. She got I it right. I had... Up to the title, you even had it. Nice. I had New York State of Mind, and I, it was a foxtrot. Yay! Ooh, he got it too, <gasps> even with the wow. time. Three for three yeah. with both of you guys. And we both and to Billy Joel. You guys are just so synced up. You guys Fantastic. are fabulous easy, newlyweds. That yeah, that was, that was hard, actually. I forgot. Okay. I knew you did quick step week one. You also danced that on tour. Okay, mm. so your partner's <laughs> least favorite food. Go. Least favorite oh. food. Like dinner to a restaurant, and he's like, oh, I can't. I don't want that. I don't do that. I have so many. I don't know what my husband would say. <laughs> really? Yeah, I don't. Because we're simpler than that. Yeah. It's food. Crap. Babe, you eat everything. So you can't say it's simple. Do you, do you, you have an everything. answer for that? Do you have something off the top he of your wrote. head? Do I? Oh. Yes. In your head? Don't tell me, but. Yeah, think it so she see, can write you it. you can't even think of one. So your initial. Yeah, you could your say Your initial one was right then. Doesn't this might be like a cheater, but your initial guess was like, he likes everything. And he was like, well, <laughs> there's so never there been a go. time because where he I, said, I don't like this because I'm expl- explorative. Okay. You know, I treat my taste buds to Here, a I wide variety. Never mind. I remembered. Stop looking. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Cheater. Okay. 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 Val, you're up. What? Oh, I got to guess what, yeah, I, what, is what I don't like. Oh, wait. We already know. No. But we, think of a place. Okay. Oh. A place. Oh, Caffarillo. Yeah! 
<laughs> so there's this really great Mexican rush chain uh-huh. in Utah that became famous in Utah. Yes, now they're kind of I everywhere. Went there. Um, my family literally has it like four times a week, mm-hmm. and every time we go there, we have it. And he's like, Cafe Rio. <laughs> I'm not, I love Cafe Rio. But not as much as them. No. Huh? no it's like, you treat yourself to something different. Yes. No, We're agree. all about consistency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Very consistent. Okay. Yeah. What do I not like? I mean, I don't like a lot of things. Pick one. Come on. I have faith in you guys. You guys are like oh, four for four, three for I three. I really think you should try this. This is done right. Oh, fish. Guys, what? you guys, fish underline with exclamation mark. Four for four. Four for four. Okay, one more. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. In season 23, week two, or also known as TV week, what song did your partner and their celebrity guests dance to? Yeah. Really? Season 23. Really? Yeah, it was with, I remember. Mm-hmm. Well, you would. <laughs> I yeah. Yeah. Oh, you would remember, I feel like. <laughs> okay. Because I, I watched it last night and I was like, oh, remember. <laughs> oh, oh, but this is him. What song? Yeah, you have to know what song he danced to. And what song she danced to. Yes. Oh. Uh, Write it on down. It's <laughs> <laughs> your last one. Kill it. I, I need y'all to go. I just five, must say that five, I really enjoyed YouTubing these last night. Yeah. <laughs> they were quite enjoyable. It was fun. Oh, oh gosh. And I'm serious. TV, not movie, because I know what you did movie. You know what? This is not an open discussion, Jenna. I know. <laughs> Seven. We also were broken up at the time, so I was really trying you not to watch him. You on him. <sighs> you were with Lori. Oh, I am way off. No, keep it, keep it, keep it. <laughs> Sorry. They're okay. conspiring over there. They are. Val, you're up. Do you remember oh. what you did? Yeah. Season 23, week her? two? Her? You. Yeah. No, no, no. no you. What did you do? What did you do? We need your answer. Did you write it or no? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, did, I, did the, uh, I did the jive to Mighty Ducks. Not Mighty Ducks, but DuckTales. Mm-hmm. DuckTales, yes. You're absolutely right. The DuckTales theme song. Boop, boop. DuckTales. And I put Chicago. I knew it was wrong. Wah, wah. I knew you did Chicago <sighs> that season. It's fine. It's okay, you guys. jive. That's yeah, hard. She was it was a hard time. And she's not my friend then. Yeah. Um, I did Go Diego Go with Jake T. Austin. Yeah. <laughs> Something Diego Cha Cha. It was Samba. Samba. Diego. We'll accept Samba? it. We'll no. accept it. We didn't, write, we we didn't, didn't ask, ask for which type of dance. Yeah. We just wanted to know the song. Samba. Well, you guys killed Great. that game, honestly. Good job. Yes. Good job Round of applause. You're really good. Nailed that. Thanks, you guys, guys really love each other. Okay, so yeah. as a parting gift, we asked for you to take a fortune cookie. Yes. And we'll take one with you. You guys did a great job. And I will be taking this scent of cinnamon with me for yes. probably the You're next week. It is just it in, is the, in, in my body. nostrils, yeah. It is in my pores. Oh, you gave me one. We have a nicely cinnamon scented candle lit right now. In front of the What are we doing? <laughs> AMSR. AMSR. All right. <laughs> oh, my God. It's my worst nightmare. Go on, Bell. This is the year when ingenuity stands high on the list. Mm, That's a great one. You will travel far and wide both for pleasure and business. Guys. Am I coming with you? Am I coming with you on that? (laughs) Travel together? Yes. Oh, Oh. Mine says, your luck has been completely changed today. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Okay. 
Mine says, you will find an outlet for your creative genius and accomplish a great deal. That's I think they're great. really forcing that on you. They, that's the second time. <laughs> it's like the second or third time you've gotten that. Is it the same one? Mine, it's like in different yeah. forms. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nice. Heather, well, we've really, the right path. Thank you. You as well. Like these fortune cookies. <laughs> we don't even know the source of this we wisdom. We don't. But we place so much value on it. Oh, right? for sure. Like and they you came are, from Amazon. <laughs> the cookies? Yeah. Yeah. So you know there's like poor Chinese man in some warehouse mm-hmm. somewhere in Oklahoma working on these. Yeah, probably. So that's what I mean. Bell. Back to, you know, not placing that opinion too high on the list. I, like this would make up probably 24% of the pie that made my day today. Hmm. Which is a substantial amount. It is. I was yeah, going to say. <laughs> you, think, yeah. you said 24 hours. I was like, whoa. <laughs> Gave you more All right, than see, I that's, I'm, I'm testing you guys. It's good. Okay. So how much would you place? Like five? Less than. Less than five? It's a moment. This is just a but moment. But your luck has changed. <laughs> <laughs> says the paper says me mm-hmm. not so much yeah All right. well yeah. we really appreciate you guys being our guest today this was such a fantastic interview I learned a lot Thanks. really enjoyed you guys thank you thank you for having I us. wish we could talk more couple goals hey, so, couple goals thanks honey you did great you did great too. <laughs> I love you that was a fun interview loved hearing their thoughts Now on to our hot topics, which is actually becoming my favorite part of the episode. I like hearing from you guys, and I also just like talking about random things. Okay, this is from Ahub11. That's my brother-in-law, Adam. What's up, Adam? Wedding dances, do's and don'ts, and favorite songs for dancing with the family. Great question, Adam. I will say, if you are at a wedding and you are a single male over 30 it's just a little creepy sometimes when you are really trying to get a girl to dance being a single girl or just being any female in general and there is a guy who is just trying really hard to get you to dance guys if we say no we mean no okay otherwise like a good cha-cha slide is always fun We love those songs and maybe no Michael Jackson due to recent events. This one comes from underscore Emma underscore Didi. Emma Didi. Things we, parentheses, non-dancers people, could not imagine about being a professional dancer. That's why I try and get as many questions out about what it is like dancing in the industry because I want people at home to understand what we go through in our jobs as a dancer, like the crazy things that we encounter. And I don't do it in a way where I'm trying to like blast an artist or blast a choreographer or make our job seem less than it is. And I think a lot of times it comes across like that to people I'm interviewing. But really, I just want to get the comedy out of like the the wardrobe we've had to wear or the makeup that we have to put on. Like I, I once was doing a benefit for the Trevor Project and I was hired by Zach Woodley, who choreographed for Glee. And we were dancing on stage with James Marsden. And before we went on stage, they put us in wardrobe and did our hair and makeup. And for some reason, they thought it was a good idea to put us in like really extreme Barbie-like makeup. It wasn't like pretty like glam or contouring or anything. We looked like painted Barbie dolls with the weirdest makeup, man. I think I could find a picture and send it to you guys. And then we had the this hair. They like poofed it up like a foot up on top of our head. It made no sense. 
because James Marsden was singing like a 50s song. Anyways, like the things that like people put us in just make me laugh. And I want to share that with the world because I think everyone deserves to hear the funny stories the way we tell it. Because when we talk to each other about it and we laugh and we have a good time, it really makes sense and how much we do love it. So that really doesn't answer your question, but I kind of does because we just do the funniest things and we don't really care. This comes from X Felicity Tex TX. X Felicity TX. Worst injury you had from dancing and how it happened. Actually, I've never really had like massive injuries. I've always sprained my ankle. I don't know about, about Ava. I can't speak for her, but I have been having a lot of back issues lately. And I actually went to my PT, physical therapist, chiropractor, a miracle worker the other day. And I've been having a lot of hip issues. I am sitting down playing with my kids. And I can't get back up. I'm stuck on the ground or I'm in like an immense pain. And so I told him about it and I'm like, I'm scared I'm going to have like a hip replacement pretty soon. And after a while he goes, I think you need to go get an MRI. I'm like, well, what do you mean? He's like, I'm pretty sure you have a torn labrum. And I'm like, what does that mean? What is a torn labrum? He's like, well, you have to go in, get an MRI and they do this thing that's called an MRA, which they inject you with like this ink or dye or something like that in your labrum area, which is your hips. In the MRI scan, it'll show on there if it's leaking anywhere. So if you have a labrum tear, it will leak into the cartilage of your hips. So gnarly. So I am got to take care of myself and go find a doctor to give me an MRI so that I can take care of myself. He said the next step is stem cell. I'll have to ask Max about it. Anyways, last question. This comes from Marion Abaloa. Marion A-B-O-L-A-O from Instagram. Mental health while performing. Deep question. The industry in itself can put a lot of stress on somebody and it's good to have a good core group of friends that's really your support while you are performing and just being there for you the whole time. I think that's my biggest advice for being in the industry and performing because performing itself i mean you just gotta have a love for it but the industry in general like you have to have a good family system you really have to make sure you're taking care of you journaling is my number one but like taking time off because when you're an artist you put a lot into something and you put a lot of your emotions and your character into things and that could be really draining you know it's not just like admin work You're not just putting numbers in. When I work on my computer, it can be draining. But if I actually have a perform, like if I have to perform or do something, it can take a lot out of you, the creative process. So just making sure you take those days to reset and recompose yourself, as I would say it. And I just like to go to sleep and stay in my room and not talk. It's kind of what I do when I have been doing too much. So thank you guys for sending those in. We really appreciate it. Ava, I wish that you were here to discuss, but you are going to be on Instagram. So go to the Dance Room Podcast Instagram. The handle is the Dance Room Podcast. Don't forget, head over there. Go see Ava's Word of the Day. She's so excited to do it this week. Again, we did it last week and we're missing it this week, but she's going to give it to you on Instagram. So go there. And thank you again for tuning in. We will talk to you guys next week. Coffee enemas can cause serious side effects, some common to other types of enemas, including infections, sepsis, severe electrolyte imbalance, colitis, proctocolitis, salmonella, brain abscess, and heart failure. If the coffee is inserted too quickly or is too hot, it could cause internal burning or rectal perforation.